Blog Talk Radio. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew, I'm, of course, William Ramo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up? How's it going? Hey, I'm doing all right, man, other than watching the Met game, but we'll dive into that a little later. Um, so I want to thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to, you know, this episode of Sports Urban Legend. Uh, we're going to be talking about the NBA draft, uh, especially how it pertains to the Knicks. Um, we're also going to talk about the Money in the Bank pay-per-view event that just happened last uh, Sunday night. Um, like I said, the, the aforementioned uh, Mets, Yankees, uh, you know, the Rangers with the draft. And, uh, you know, we, we'll see what else we'll, we'll talk about. But, you know, again, you know, I want to thank you guys for listening to the show. But, um, you know, without further ado, um, let's, Let's talk about um, the NBA draft. And, um, of course, you know, um, of course, you know that the Knicks uh, drafted uh, Kevin Knox. You know, he was a forward from uh, Kentucky. And, um, you know, it's a, you know, it's a controversial pick because, you know, Michael, Michael Porter Jr., who arguably was the best player available, but of course, uh, you know, he's injury prone, you know, at such a young age. And then of course you had also, uh, Mikhail Bridges, um, who, who Knicks was hugely rumored to, to draft as well until the last, um, I say about Wednesday night prior to the, the draft night on Thursday, the, the rumor of Kevin Knox coming to the Knicks getting drafted by the Knicks was heating up. So, all in all, you know, the the Knicks, you know, they they made a good move, you know. Unfortunately, they had the ninth pick, so they 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 were they couldn't get um Aton from uh you know um from Arizona. The the, the Suns got him. Um, Trey Trey Young, the guy who I who, Trey Young or uh, Mo Bamba are the two guys I really would have wanted the Knicks to have been able to acquire. In a perfect world. I wish Knicks would have had draft picks to draft both of them, but um, they weren't able to. It the ninth pick, you have to really, you have to really hit a home run. You, you got to have great scouting in order to get somebody, you know, that you know, high in the, um, you know, in the top ten, or should I say that that low, depending on which way you want to look at it, because. Um, well, the losing the Knicks have been doing, you know, with the exception of 2013 when they had Jason Kidd, Tyson Chandler, you know, they had a team reminiscent of the old school Knicks, you know, a gritty, gritty, talented team with veterans, you know, you know, to go along with, uh, you know, Melo, of course. But other than that, since 2001, the Knicks have been dreadful. You know, they've had probably like, four playoff berths uh, throughout that time period, and they, they hardly did anything near that 
20 years span. So, you know, with, with this uh, draft pick, you know, along with uh, uh, Mitchell Robinson, you know, a, a guy which was an extremely controversial pick because this guy didn't play college at all. You know, he only played um, high school and he missed the entire year because he was going to play in, in college, but he, he dropped out before he even played. And, um, you know, he was, he was great at a, um, you know, a McDonald all American um, event, you know, uh, like a year ago or so, but, you know, he didn't play. He didn't play any. He didn't play any professional ball this year. All he did was well worked out, which is unheard of. Because normally, a player plays in college for one year minimum, or they go overseas. You know, or even in the G League, which most likely that's where he's, he's heading. You know, because he hasn't played. He has a lot of potential, but um, you know he hasn't played. So, I think you know with with that potential and. You know, you got Porzingis, who, you know, unfortunately he's going to miss. We don't know when he's coming back. He's going to miss, at the very minimum, the All-Star game uh, next year. And then you have, um, you know, you have Nilakina, who should be getting a starting spot if he earns it, because unlike uh, Hornacek this past season, he's not afraid to give um, the young guys the reins to prove that they can play in this league. So, with those guys, um, you know, having the opportunity to perform, the future could be bright for the Knicks, but it's going to take a long time, and they got to hit home runs after home runs in order to get this thing turned around. What, what do you think about uh, the picks, Matt? I, I like the pick uh, for Kevin Knox. I mean, he, you know, he's a player from the Kentucky program, and historically, if you look at Kentucky, usually good players come from that school. I mean, you've had guys like Eric Bledsoe, DeMarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, Carl's Towns, um, um, Rajon Rondo, um, Brandon Knight. You've had a lot of good players historically come out of that school. So, you know, and Knox had a good year last year. He averaged about 15 and a half points, you know, for that program, played very well for them. Um, even though he was there for one year, but you know, if history holds up, he should uh, be a good NBA player, and um, most likely he's going to be starting um, for the Knicks when the season uh, when the season opens. But I think it's a good good safe pick. I mean, with uh, Michael uh, Michael Porter Jr., uh, it looks like he's probably going to miss the entire year next year. It's looking like so. I think the Knicks uh, made a good pick and a safe pick also. I mean, Bridges sounds like the better player mm-hmm. than, uh, than Knox, but, you know, we'll have to see. We'll have to see if that's the case. But I think it was a good safe pick for the Knicks. I don't uh, – yeah, I wasn't mad at it when they made it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, you know, me personally, I, I probably would have drafted Mikhail Brooks unless if I would have scouted extensively – that Kevin Knox is the better player over, you know, over time, which I think he could be. Potentially, he could be because he's 18 years old. You know, he could. He has a seven foot wingspan already. I think he's six foot nine, and you know, he's 18. So theoretically, he has a few more years to grow to potentially be a seven footer. So, yeah. you know, not to mention he has that work ethic. You know, he has the same work ethic as Porzingis. You know, he's taking it all in stride. 
You know, he, he wants, just like Porzingis, they want to prove the Knicks fans wrong in a positive way, not in a combative way. They're going to just, you know, have that blue-collar mentality to try to turn this thing around. And that's the type of Nick player you want on your team. Or any if, you, or if you're running an NBA team, you want a player like that on your team. You want a, you want a guy who wants to turn a rebuilding uh, season into, a, you know, a potential championship caliber team somewhere down the line. You know, that's the type of players you want, you know. I think he, I think he has that, you know, he is a young guy. He does have potential, you know, and again, he's from Kentucky, you know, Mm -hmm. Kentucky produces, you know, very good NBA players. So he could be Mm -hmm. another one. And fried chicken as well. (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) But well, uh, Calipari, man, he always has some cooking down in, uh, you know, with the Wildcats down there, you know. So, yeah, you know, I think it's a good pick. Like I said, you know, there was other players I was had my eyes on, but Kevin Knox, you know, he has that potential. So I'm not, like you said, I'm not mad at that pick either. I mean, unless if you know for sure that, you know, that the Knicks got a scrubby player, just stop. Just stop booing, man, at Madison, at Madison Square Garden, or in this case, Barclays Center. You're just making a fool of yourself, man. Don't yeah. get your, don't make your kid dress up in a Knicks uniform and don't dress up in a Knicks uniform and boo because um, I think just like the Porzingis thing, you know, we're going to have, hopefully, God willing, we're going to have egg on our face, the fans who were booing. I mean, I wasn't booing, but the fans who were booing, man, I hope, I hope they, I hope. Kevin Knox will prove uh, the Knicks fans wrong, the ones who are booing, which I think he will. And, uh, you know, hopefully that's what you want, you know. And uh, I understand, you know, you want to get Michael Michael Porter Jr. I, I get that. You know, he he's a potential – when healthy, he's a potential top pick. You know, a, he has a potential to be a top pick. But, you know, compared to, you know, the, the way how he's injury prone, man, he makes um he makes Marcus Camby, um, Antonio McDice, you know, <laughs> look like look like LeBron James health wise, man. Yeah. So you, I mean, we gotta be careful here. We, you know, we we don't need an injury prone guy, a, a young injury prone guy. That's I true. mean, that's 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 a red flag there, and especially yeah. with the Knicks, with the Knicks, a, a team that needs as many able bodies with potential to be on this team, I mean, that's that's a huge mistake Pornasek made last year, starting Jared Jack, all those all those times. Even when we were mathematically out of it, he was still starting Jared Jack, which was literally a waste of time. He he really ruined the growth of, of Nelikina. I mean, don't get me wrong, Nelikina didn't, I mean, would have, maybe he had two games, like, where he actually lived up to his potential. Like, there was one game he scored 15 points, which, I mean, all honesty, this is, this is what, Nilakina should be, should be you know averaging around you know as a, as a you know potential starter you know he should yeah. be he should be a close to walking double walking double double at least eight assists a game I mean that's what I'm that's what I'm counting on him to do this year you know what I'm saying so I hope he can you know he can gel with Knox and Porzingis whenever he comes back and if. Cantor um, opts in, which I assume he will, because he ain't gonna he ain't gonna get rid of he's not gonna walk away from like eighteen million dollars. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna see that money probably not even in two years, two or three years if he signs a contract. So he, yeah. I think he's definitely gonna opt in, and if he does opt in, you know that basically 
ruins any chances of LeBron James coming here, which that was a 1% chance at best of him coming here. Now, oh, yeah, by the way, um, you know, um, as you know, uh, Kylo Quinn, you know, he opted out. So, you know, he looks like he's going to try to go to the Warriors. So, you know, in a perfect world, as much as, you know, I love Cantor and um, and O'Quinn on the team, you know, unless they're going to send a, a, you know, at the league minimum, you know, it is better for them to leave and open up a spot for potentially, you know, a star player to come here. But I just yeah. don't see that happening. Yeah, I mean, O'Quinn, uh, he reminds me of, you know, old school type player from the 90s, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, plays has that uh, physical mentality, tough-minded. But yeah, I mean, he's better off going to a winner, you know, and yeah. helping them out instead of staying with the shitty team right now. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he. I, I, there's rumors that he's gonna go to to Golden State, so I I definitely see that happening. I mean, he well, in a perfect world. Kyle Quinn would be a Nick for life. I mean, he's that he's that tr- throwback Nick player, you know, from the '90s. He would fit yeah. in well with that with that team. You know, a colorful guy who, you know, who 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 bleed who bleeds who bleeded. I, sh- I should say bleed or bled orange and blue since he left. He's there's a 99 percent chance since he opted out, he ain't coming back here. Which you can't blame him. You know, for how this yeah. team is going. Um, you know. You wish he, you wish you could have had a better team that he, you know, he could have been a part of the turnaround. But you know, you gotta, you gotta do what's right for him. You know, you, you gotta try to chase the ring. And speaking yeah. of a guy who's chasing the ring, um, the Nets made a shocking trade to acquire Dwight Howard, which this would be, this would have been his seventh team. However, the day after they acquire him, they're working out a buyout with him. So. You know, Dwight Howard is going to be a free agent, and you know he's rumored to go to Boston or Golden State. I mean, I definitely don't see him coming to the Knicks for sure. But what, what do you think about that whole situation with Dwight Howard? I mean, I'm not surprised. Uh, you know, Dwight Howard. You know, he's just, he wants to go to the winner at this point mm-hmm. in his career. You know, he's not going to go to a team that's rebuilding right now. So. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I mean, he's a guy that wants to go to a contender that's ready to win the championship. I could even, I could see him in Golden State. Oh, even, yeah, possibly. Definitely. You know, well, yeah, they, they got on, what's his name? Yeah, those are the two teams that he's mostly rumored to go to, and I, I definitely see him going there, especially Golden State. You yeah. know, he he could be have the JaVel McGee role, you know. Yeah, pretty much. I could, I definitely see it, you know. So yeah, I, I could definitely see him signing with Golden State. Once once uh, um you know Durant came, you know now I could see I could see anybody going there, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the that's the that's hot. a hot spot now. <laughs> yeah. And with Durant going there, shoot, if if they have if they have money, some way to work it out, I wouldn't even be surprised with LeBron going since you know he just wants the easier way to win the title. So I wouldn't be surprised if if you know. Um, lineup-wise, you know, and money-wise, they could find a way to work that out. I wouldn't be surprised. Nah, I'm not going to Golden State. That's that'd be too crazy. Hey, Durant went there. 
Durant well, went there, so. I mean, that, yeah, uh, Durant went there, but, I mean, I, that wasn't much of a surprise. But if LeBron goes there, I'd be more surprised by that because, you know, that that's unnecessary when they have Durant, Curry, Thompson. And they, they're they, not going to have the money to sign I don't think so LeBron either. either, so. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. But the way how these 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 players are not a lot of these players are nowadays. They just they just want the easy they want the easy way, man. They don't they don't they don't have they're not territorial like the players of yesteryear where you know like you know Isaiah Thomas didn't want to get traded to the Knicks. You know he didn't accept the trade because he saw the Knicks as you know Patrick Ewing's team. You know everybody, mm-hmm. you know every instead of you know everybody had the. Nowadays, people have a, if I can't beat you, I'm going to join you mentality. Back in the, you know, the, the old school NBA days, everybody was like, oh, you beat me? Okay, I'm going to prove to you that I'm the best. And when I, next year, I'm going to whoop your behind, and I'm going to go to the finals or win the championship. You know, everybody had like that alpha male mentality. And the only time you've seen dream matches happen is if, you know, they, the team got a, you know, they made a, a trade to acquire, yeah. a, you know, a legendary player. You didn't, you didn't really see the players have this much autonomy to, you know, form dream dream squads, you know, by themselves, for better or for worse, you know. Yeah, it's a new era, you know. And it worked out for Durant, and it definitely worked out for LeBron. So um, I think another dream team is going to happen again with LeBron. He's probably going to get his buddy uh, Chris Paul, and James Harden to to sign together, and then of course there's always that rumor of Paul George following uh, Le- LeBron wherever he goes. So that's a super team we could keep our eye out for. Who who knows? Maybe he might even go to 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 um, Oklahoma and be with 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 Westbrook. You know? Yeah, there's there's possibilities right now. Yeah, with LeBron James, you know, you're automatically a championship caliber team. Yeah, no matter what team you are. So we'll see, we'll definitely keep an eye out on that. But um, yeah, let's let's shift. Oh, um, did we talk about the? I don't think we talked about the trade, the uh, Trey Young, for, you know, trade with uh, the uh, Donick player. Oh yeah, right. What's your thoughts about that? Before I move on to the uh, money in the bank. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a bit surprising there, because. Um, uh, Mavericks traded him um, to was it, was it Atlanta? Oh uh, yes, Atlanta, correct. At, yeah, to Atlanta. Yeah, so I mean that that was a bit of a shock. Um, since I mean Dallas, they don't really have a point guard at the moment, so I thought Trey would have been a good fit for them. But you know, I don't get the logic behind that. But uh, I guess uh, they, I, I don't know. I I don't get that move to be honest with you. That's kind of strange to me. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I was surprised about that move too. I didn't, I didn't see it. Uh, I didn't see it happening either. Yeah, and also the McK- the Mikel Bridges was kind of that. That was weird also because uh, the Sixers drafted him and then they. Uh, no way, actually. Wait, did he get? He got traded also, right? I think so. I think he did. I think he did get traded. I mean. I think he got. He, I think he got drafted right the after Phoenix, to, right? seventy six. I think he got drafted to um, um, seventy sixers right after us. Yeah, he got uh, drafted, and then he got traded to Phoenix. Yeah, to trade to the Phoenix, right? And the thing is, his mom works for Sixers, which is yeah. weird because. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I didn't get that whole. I don't get that whole. And Bridges is like, 
why wouldn't Sixers want Bridges when Bridges was like the top one of the top guys in the draft? And Sixers are they're supposed to be one of the championship contenders yeah. the next season. So Bridges would have helped them greatly, but instead of changing the Phoenix, I don't know why they did that. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. But I was surprised about you know hearing about that as well. Cause I mean he he looked he looked other than the Knicks he looked like he was made for for Seventy uh, Sixers you know a gritty inner city city yeah. you know where fans are the fans are passionate about sports so yeah I'm surprised about that so so basically Arizona got um Aton and Young yeah they got some young young ballers down there oh, yeah. to score so that's a that's a team to keep an eye out for for sure. So yeah, man. So I guess we'll let me uh, round out the top ten. Um, the Suns drafted uh, Aton. No surprise there. Kings got uh, Bigley Jr. Um, Donick was Luca Donick was drafted by Hawks. Of course, he got traded to Mavericks. Uh, Grizzly with the fourth pick drafted Jaron Jackson Jr. Fifth pick. Uh, Trey Young, of course, was drafted to a uh, Mavericks, but trade but then traded to um, Atlanta. Oh wait a minute! Wait a minute! My bad. Wait a minute! I said uh, I said uh, oh, I mistake Arizona with um with uh, Atlanta. Oh, I think I said I think I said he that um Suns had both of them. But my I bad. I think about Phoenix. Well, Phoenix yeah, was, was Arizona. Right, that's I made a mistake. Aton has, I I was correct. I did say Aton has is with with Suns, but I think I I accidentally said uh, momentarily that that uh, what you, I forgot that he got drafted to um Atlanta. He got he you know he went to Atlanta instead of right. Phoenix. So I momentarily mentioned the wrong thing there quickly. Apologize. All right. Um, six the sixth pick was uh was uh Mohamed Bamba. A.K. Mobamba, he got drafted by uh, Magic. Now that's that's a beast right there. I wish the Knicks. Knicks was rumored uh, Wednesday night to to make a trade to try to get that get the fourth pick from uh, I think it was the Grizzlies in order to draft Mobamba, but that didn't go through, and they would have had to take in uh, Parsons' contract, Albatrosso contract. So that didn't go through. Um, let's see. Um, the the Bulls drafted Wendell Carter Jr. Uh, the the eighth pick is uh, Colin Sexton. Um, of course, you know the ninth is Kevin Knox, and with the tenth pick, um, Mikael Brook was drafted by the Seventy Sixers, but then he was traded to um, Phoenix. Oh wait, I did I did say that I got corrected myself. I said yeah. in my mind I said I did say the right thing. So. Brooks and Aton are are in Phoenix. Yeah, you just but said in, Arizona. Yeah, it was the same right. thing. And but in my mind, when I was thinking, in my mind, I was like, maybe I accidentally said Trey Young, but I did say the right thing at first. So forget about my apology. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah. So yeah, this was a this is one of the deepest drafts I've seen in a long time. So hopefully it'll work out for the Knicks. Yeah, hopefully, you know, we shall see. All right, so moving on to the money in the bank. Uh, you know, the Bludgeon Brothers defeated Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, as we both predicted last week. No surprise there. Uh, Daniel Bryan defeated Big Cass and 
which was a surprise, even though Daniel Bryan's a future Hall of Famer. But, you know, Big Cass got fired, I think, on Tuesday, you know, before SmackDown because of some uh, some off-the-field incidents, I think, might have involved um, his, ex, uh, his ex-girlfriend, Carmella, you know, the current uh, WWE um, SmackDown Women's Champion. And in a segment where... Um, Big Cass beat up on a, a little person uh, portraying himself as Daniel Bryan. And he was, he um, roughed them up more, more than, uh, you know, than uh, Vince McMahon and, uh, you know, the, the producer backstage, Kevin Dunn, didn't want him to, you know, he went off script. And I think those reportedly those are the two factors that led to him being fired. What's your thoughts on that quickly? Yeah, that was a big, I mean, that was stupid, uh, but, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was a shock. I didn't expect that to happen, you know, a few days after him fighting um, Daniel Bryan at Money in Bank, so that was the kind of shock to me, but, you know, now he, he joins his buddy, uh, Enzo Amore. Enzo Amore, you know, uh, he's out of WWE at the moment, but uh, who knows, with WWE, you never know, they'll probably bring him back. Yeah, but apparently they always need the big guys. Yeah, that's true. You know, Vince Vince does lo- love promoting the big guys, but the problem is, is that he uh, apparently Vince McMahon warned him in advance not to, you know, you know, go overboard beating up the little person because you know WWE cares about their their image a lot more than they did, let's say, in the Attitude Era or in the Ruthless Aggression Era where. You know, all things, you know, anything, anything can go, you know, inside a WWE ring, you know. Yeah, but there's also rumors that, you know, he had some issues with social issues with, you know, people backstage as well. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah, like I heard that, that could have been, you know, a big factor. Yeah, and that's why he got beat, beat up by uh, Daniel Bryan quickly in that match. And uh, another thing, oh, uh, yeah, and according to Enzo, him and him and uh, Big Cass aren't cool anymore. So I don't know if they're gonna team up together. You know, if both men can, you know, decide to continue their um, wrestling career, because uh, Enzo, he he's a rapper. Uh, you know, he 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 put out some rap music. He, you know, he's you know pursuing his rap career. So I don't know if he wants to go back if they're gonna team up in the future in the in, you know in the independent circuit. But who knows? You never know. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Lashley, no surprise there. He defeated Sami Zayn uh, in quick order. But uh, I don't know if you heard this, but Sami Zayn, he, he's injured. He's going to be gone for like a year. Yep. So. Two rotator cuffs injured. That's crazy right there. You know, ho- hopefully he'll have a speedy recovery. Yeah. You know. Uh, and uh, Bobby Lashley, he um, he's starting a few with Roman Reigns where he actually got the best of Roman Reigns. So, you know, when they were in a tag team match, he actually did a spear on uh, Monday Night Raw, uh, you know, his, his former finishing move that he had along with the Dominator, two moves he, he, he hasn't done, you know, since he returned prior to Monday night. Because, you know, all he does is like the, um, the um, suplex, the, yeah. you know, delayed suplex as his finisher. But um, it was good to see him bust out the spear. Yeah, um, now uh, there's a rivalry 
Yeah. And swing yep. between him and Roman Reigns. Yeah, the winner is going to face uh, Brock Lesnar. Um, I would assume at SummerSlam, but they're gonna they're gonna battle one on one at uh, Extreme Rules to decide who's the number one contender between uh, the two men. Hopefully, Bobby will get it, you know, and we'll, yeah. we'll get that dream match of, uh, you know, you know, uh, Bobby Lashley finally fighting uh, Lesnar. I doubt it, but let's see what happens. Um. The woman money in the bank ladder match, Alexa won, which I was wrong about. You know, I thought I thought um I thought Natalia was gonna win, and um, of course uh, we we all know that um, you know um, Alexa cashed in the money in the bank after the um, after uh, Ronda Rousey defeated Nia Jax. Um, via disqualification because Alexa Bliss attacked Ronda Rousey with a briefcase and um, basically, you know, Ron, um, you know, she, um, Alexa Bliss, you know, defeated, um, defeated Nia Jax, you know, by hitting her finishing moves, you know, on her. And, um, you know, after she cashed it in and, um, you know, she's the new champion, the new woman's champion. And then, of course, Monday Night Raw, Ronda Rossi was PO'd about what happened. So she attacked Alexa Bliss, you know, rightfully so. But then she shockingly attacked Kurt Angle, her former WrestleMania tag team partner, which was a shocking moment. And then she went bat crazy on the referees, which was, was extremely shocking. And, you know, as as a result, you know, she got suspended for 30 days, which, you know, it's, you know, pretty understandable. She lost her cool. Yeah. So, you know, th- that way they, they finally, they got away for her, you know, Ronda Rossi not to get her, her uh, number one contenders uh, ship, you know, right away. So, you know, so I, I just felt, I don't know. I, I felt like Nia Jax needed if Alexa Bliss was going to beat her, I, I just thought there should have been a little bit more. I mean, I know she, she got her butt whooped by Ronda Rousey. She was going to lose. She was most likely going to lose to Ronda Rousey, you know. But I, I don't know. I just felt it, it needed a little bit more. The, for it to be uh, Alexa women, you mean? Alexa Bliss to beat her. You know, I don't know. I, I just think Nia Jax has too much of a size advantage on her. I, I know Ronda Rousey was putting a hurting on her. And I know Alexa Bliss, you know, did, you know, her finishing moves, especially the one off the top rope. I forgot what she called it. That splash off the top rope, you know. But I just felt that there could have been more. I know she was hit with the money in the bank briefcase, but I just felt they were just missing a little something. I don't know, maybe a little little chair shots without the referee looking, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I see what you're saying, you know, because Nia wasn't that injured. When then uh, when Alexa came in in the first place, but yeah, I mean she probably should have been uh, maybe knocked out by Rousey, and then you have Alexa come in the ring and then get the pin, I guess. Exactly. Well, I mean, I don't have. I think she still should have hit the finishers. The finishers yeah. were were definitely needed because Nia Jax is a monster. You know, you're not gonna, you know, you 
you you can't really defeat her that easily. I just felt she was defeated a little bit more easier than she should be. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, congratulations to her. Moving on. Um, what was I gonna say? So as a result, Alexa Bliss defeated Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, Ember Moon, Natalia, Naomi, and Lana. And uh, the bar match of the the match. Um, the boring match, the boring match of the night was Roman Reigns defeating Jinder Mahal, which we all knew that was going to happen. Um, but thank God that feud is over. Oh yeah, <laughs> finally. Then you had Carmella defeating Asuka, which, you know, I, you know, I, you know how I felt about it from last week. I felt Asuka should have went over, but you know, of course, uh, you know James Ellsworth made his uh, return. As I, you know, as I um, hinted, I heard the rumors of that possibly happening. So, yeah, um, James Ellsworth dressed up as Asuka. You know, you know how she wears the mask and, you know, she wears her outfit. So, basically, Asuka was distracted as if she saw a ghost. Like, if she saw Sister Abigail wearing her wardrobe, and she got distracted by, um, by James Ellsworth and, yep. you know, ultimately lost. Which this doesn't do anything for Asuka. Asuka's mystique. It's completely gone. Yeah. I mean, she's. It's, you have her lose consecutively at top pay per views. I mean, it, her, that mystique has pretty much disappeared. Yep. And then. It's like, it's like she's getting buried now. It is. Exactly. That's exactly what it looks like is happening. And then for me, the match of the night was. Um, was AJ Styles versus Nakamura, the last man standing match for the WWE title. Now, this is the match we should have got at WrestleMania and subsequently afterwards. This was the payoff of their feud. Like, that was awesome. That was an awesome bout, man. Like, they really took it to each other. Like, you know, like there was like a, a chair shot that, that AJ Styles gave him, gave uh, Nakamura. That looked like, from the angle, it looked like he, he you know, he, he gave him a chair shot to the head, which obviously it's banned by WWE for obvious reasons. History of concussions and, you know, unfortunately a lot of wrestlers dying, which, you know, now reminds me um, Vader, you know, passed away, you know, a few days ago. So, you know, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, Big Van Vader. Yeah, man, he, he was one of the most athletic big men ever in the history, along with, you know, Bam Bam Bigelow, you know, Yokozuna, big guys who could really, like, who could move like like light heavyweights. So that guy, you know, he's definitely going to be missed. You know, he's been battling, he was battling, um, I think, cancer for the past couple of years. But um, I think he died of a heart attack, if I remember something right, but I – uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna double check to see you know how he died so I can make sure I get the right uh, information. But you know it's it's very sad that he you know he passed away. You know obviously he's a former uh, WCW champion. I think he won twice. Uh, you know of course he had uh, epic feuds with uh, Shawn Michaels. You know in WWE and um, you know as a Boys Me World fan, you know he made that epic uh, episode. Uh, appearance as uh, I think John, Johnny's uh, uh, is it Frankie the the bu- the big bully yeah Frankie's dad yeah Frankie that's his name Frankie's dad you know at where um he had where Corey 
and I think Sean they had to decide whether or not they were gonna go they were gonna go to um Topanga's uh, 16th uh, bir- uh, birthday or mm-hmm. or go to the wrestling event and of course uh Corey infamously you know he he played double duty he he ran to you know one and the other you know to both events you know bouncing back and forth you know but uh yeah, definitely an episode you know you know any you know you guys should check out whether yeah, you see it again or yeah he uh he uh he apparently died of a complication from pneumonia uh, mm. so he had a heart he had heart surgery in March so he had a heart issue and mm. you know, he suffered complications from that so uh, he passed away yeah from that I see that yeah rest in peace mhm and um yeah um what was I gonna say oh back to back to the Nakamura match um you know the it you know it was an epic bout you know he you know he had the styles clash off the um you know the 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 ring steps, and he finished it off with the um the um phenomenal forearm off the off the top rope through the table to knock out uh Nakamura for the victory. So you know it was a phenomenal no pun intended phenomenal way to you know end their feud, which you know got you know soured quickly after WrestleMania after a heel. Uh, you know, with the with the constant uh, low blows, but it's great to see um, that you know the feud is over, and hopefully in a year or two when they re- hopefully they'll revive the feud and it'll be fresh and amazing. We'll have matches like this. Yeah, but same result. You know, AJ Styles keeps winning and beating Shinsuke. So at this point, it doesn't look like Shinsuke will ever win the title. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. I totally agree. Him and him and uh, Asuka are in the same boat, and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because I don't know if it's because they're both Japanese or whatnot, or I don't know. But WWE, you know, Vince Vince hasn't put in a title on on a you know a Asian heavyweight champion since since Yokozuna, and as you know, Yokozuna is really Samoan, you know, in real life. Yeah, but you know. We'll see what happens. But lastly, uh, but not least, Braun Strowman, no surprise there, defeated Finn Balor, The Miz, Rusev, Kevin Owens, Bobby Roode, Samoa Joe, and Kofi Kingston, uh, the the only member of uh, New Day. And, you know, there's no surprise there. You know, Braun Strowman won. But for me, man, you know, he's a deserving winner. You know, he should be the number one contender for, you know, the title. But I just feel as a super heavyweight, he could easily get another opportunity. I didn't think, I, I don't think, you know, Braun Strowman should should have won the money in the bank. I mean, unless if he was a heel, you know, I think it would be extremely scary having a guy like that on your on your trail, you know, that any second a heel like that can just demolish you. It'd be like having the, the hardcore title. You'd be looking over your shoulder, you know, mm-hmm. because yeah. with a, a monster like Braun Strowman, he can literally take the title off your hands anytime he wants. You know what I mean? So I just, I don't know. I just felt it would have been more scarier and more epic if Braun Strowman was a heel. But, you know, it's a, well, it's a well-deserved title, you know. 
you know, to give to him. You know, I would have gave it to somebody who who was like a heel or, you know, paid their dues a little bit more like some more Joe or even a, a heel Bobby Roode or, or even, um, or um, who, who was the other person I was thinking of? Or even Rusev, you know, since Rusev is getting over. But fortunately, SmackDown redeemed themselves and it's officially Rusev Day because Rusev uh, came out on top of the, the gauntlet, the five-man gauntlet uh, battle. You know, Daniel Bryan defeated um, uh, um, Big E. And then afterwards, um, the Bludgeon Brothers attacked uh, their former white family brother, uh, Daniel Bryan, which opened the doors for The Miz to reignite their feud pinned um, Daniel Bryan, which was, you know, poetic justice, you know, even though I am a, a, a Daniel Bryan fan, but it was just beautifully done. And then afterwards, um, the, the, um, the Miz got defeated by uh, Rusev in, a, in an epic match. You know, he, Miz was, you know, hitting his, his um, trying to hit the skull crushing finale, but Rusev was, was too strong. You know, and um, Rusev finished it off with a Mashka kick into the um, accolade for the win. So, you know, hopefully Rusev will finally get his title shot opportunity and win it against AJ Styles. You know, you know I like AJ Styles too, but just like um, just like when Daniel when Dean Ambrose had the title match against uh, uh, AJ Styles a few years ago. You know, I was rooting for AJ Styles to win it because, you know, I always love to see, you know, um, guys who've paid their dues who are over with the fans get that title opportunity because, they, you know, they're literally once in a lifetime, unless if you're John Cena or Randy Orton or Triple H, you know, the title doesn't come by that often. So hopefully Rusev will get that opportunity. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, he's a big fan favorite right now, and this is the best time to put the title on him. Absolutely. And, um, you know, congratulations uh, to, you know, the Rangers with their, um, with their ninth pick. I'm trying to remember who they, uh, they drafted. Yeah. They drafted some guy, uh, named, uh, Vitaly Krastov from Russia. He's Russian, Russian descent. Uh, I don't know much about him, but, you know, uh, he's a he's a right wing, right wing player. Well, hopefully he'll uh, you know he'll produce uh, wonderful things and uh, you know at the Garden. So congratulations to him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, move on to baseball quickly. Um, man, the the Mets are horrible. Man, they 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 lost again, eight to two, straight two straight games, giving up a grand slam. This time to uh, Matt Kemp. And basically, Kershaw, he only went four innings, and he didn't pitch any rehab starts, and they just felt like the Mets was a, a rehab rehab thing. So they basically threw him into this game today, and, you know, had he pitched a few more innings, he would have beaten us because, you know, the Mets don't give him any run support. They make errors, and, you know, Jacob DeGrom, he lost the game. So he's 4-3 and three now, and it just stinks. But, uh, you know... Thanks, Mac, for coming on the show. I want to thank you all for listening to another episode of Sports 7 Legend, and uh, I'll see you guys next week.
Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.